Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And we are here with episode 53, maybe. I think it's 53. So, uh, super, super excited. First, I am going to give you guys the fun fact of the day. So, the fun fact of the day is that I actually know American Sign Language. So, uh, I took American Sign Language for four or six years, maybe four years. I took it for two years in high school and two years in college, and I actually went to college to major in American Sign Language so that I could learn how to interpret. But when I got to college, uh, I had to work a full-time job to keep a roof over my head, and they didn't offer night classes. So I ended up having to change my major, uh, and so I never did get to study uh, American Sign Language, but I have dated two deaf boys in my day, and... um, I'm super rusty now. American Sign Language is one of those things that your hands have to keep moving so that they don't get too stiff. Uh, but I definitely, I definitely can still understand it. So that is the fact of the day, the fun fact of the day. And then we are going to get into the review of the day. Uh, the review of the day is from K Hack. It says, "Great podcast. You are a very upbeat person, and can't wait to listen more." So thank you so much for your five star review. If you guys have not been paying attention, I am going to be giving away a hundred dollars when we get to fifty five star reviews. We are at thirty eight right now, so we need twelve more. All you have to do is go to Apple uh, Podcasts or iTunes and leave a five-star review with a love note. Please, please hear me on this. This is not to stroke my ego. It is literally just because I cannot see anything that is not left with a love note. They're all anonymous if you just hit the little star button. So your review will count towards the 50, but uh, you won't get entered into the giveaway. So make sure that you do that. And to get entered into the $100 giveaway, we only need 12 more reviews, so we should be giving away some money very, very soon. So, super excited today. We're going to be talking about something that probably you weren't expecting me to talk about, right? Uh, and so, this is another, um, what do I want to say? This is another tactic to kind of deal with fear. Um, We've been talking about fear a lot on this podcast because I think that that is one of the biggest things that holds people back. So I wanted to talk more about fear and another thing that you can do to try and learn how to walk through fear, right? And so um, have you guys ever heard of toxic positivity, right? Because I remember when I first started in this space, I was like, all good vibes only, only good energy. If you don't have good energy, stay out. If you don't have good vibes, if you don't have positive things to say, stay out. And what toxic positivity is, is it's kind of the existence of positivity, even when like it's, it's not allowing people to feel their feelings, right? It's expecting people to have a positive attitude, expecting people to always be positive and upbeat and never have a negative feeling, which is not true, right? It's not realistic. It's not It's not healthy, right? It's not healthy to start pushing down and this helped, helped, helped is not the word I want to use, but this um, served a lot of my bottling up that I did for a really long time, right? I would just push it all down like, oh, I got to be positive, got to be positive, got to be positive, got to be positive. When it's very valid that you're tired, it's very valid that you're scared, it's very valid that you have emotions about things, right? You get hurt, you get angry, you get whatever. Those are all valid emotions, right? However you feel in a certain situation is valid, right? And so I want you to hear my heart when I say that, like, this is, this is not all going to be all positivity all the time. And that's okay. So 
sometimes when we want to do something scary, right? Or I don't know, maybe it's a live video, maybe it's a start a business, maybe it's quit your job. I don't know. What is it? What do you want to do that's super, super scary? And I want you to think about like, why is it so scary? Right? Like, what am I feeling? What, what are my feelings? What am I feeling in this moment? What, what can I sit with right now? Why am I feeling so scared? Right? And so once you sit with that a little bit and you start realizing why you feel so scared, you start realizing that a lot of the time fear comes from imaginative scenarios, right? You're imagining what might happen. You're might, you're imagining what m- the worst case scenario is, right? And so I want you to go there. I want you to go there right? I want you to go there and I want you to really get all the way down to the worst case scenario. Okay. So maybe you're afraid of going live. Why are you afraid of going live? Well, people might laugh at me. Okay. Well, what, what, what would, what would happen if that happened? Right. If people laughed at you, what would happen? You'd feel not great. Right. Well, then what would happen? you would mope maybe for a little bit, right? And then what would happen? You might not go live again for a while because people laughed at you, right? And then what would happen? You'd have this conversation with yourself all over again because you know that you need to go live to further your business, right? And so when you get all the way down to the worst case scenario, when you get all the way down to what is the worst thing that could happen in this moment, I want you to sit there and I want you to think about, like, can I deal with this? Would I be okay with this, right? A little bit of a better example would be, like, if you're trying to decide whether or not you want to quit your job and go full-time on this business, I had this, I had this fear, right? Like, so if you guys don't know, I, when I quit my full-time job, I was literally only making, and this is not an income claim, this is just, like, a roundabout number, but I was literally only making about $150 a month in my network marketing business. And I went to Eric Worre's network marketing GoPro event and he said something on stage about, he, he had us write down our, our full-time job and he had us write down our, our network marketing job and he said, you know, circle the one that has your attention, right? And I circled my network marketing company, of course, and my best friend was sitting next to me and she goes, Sydney, seriously? And I was like, what? And she's like, seriously? you think that has all your attention? I said, yeah, of course. That's what I want. That's what I want to, you know, do. And she was like, but what do you always complain about? What brings negative energy into your life all the time? What sucks your energy dry from you? What do you hate the most? What do you spend time complaining about all the time? And I said, oh, crap, my full-time job. And she said, yeah, So I went home from that event and I went and I put my 90 days in at my job. I said, I'm going to give myself 90 days. I got 90 days to make this happen so that I can pay my bills. And at the end of the 90 days, we went from doing about 1,000 points a month to doing 10,000 points a month. And then I quit my job at the end of that 90 days. I left my job. And then 30 days later, we hit a car earning rank, which is about 30,000 points a month. It's about $45,000 a month in sales, right? And so... But when I made this decision, right, like when I made this decision to quit my job, I had to sit there and think like, what is the worst case scenario here, right? Because it was scary. I was like, what's the worst case scenario here? I fail at this network marketing business and I have to go back and get a job, right? Well, what if that happens? Well, if that happens, I'm pretty sure that my job will take me back, right? And if that happens, then I'm literally sitting in the same exact place that I'm sitting in right now. 
right? And I really want you to hear me when I say that is that nine times out of 10, you're already sitting in the worst case scenario. You are already sitting in the worst position. You have already put yourself in the worst case scenario. Is it really the worst case scenario if everything fails and you have to go back to where you were? Right? Or maybe everything succeeds, right? I quit my job, oh gosh, two and a half years ago at this point and never looked back. Because you imagine if I had been too scared because I was only making a hundred dollars a month. I don't I don't know if you know this, but that's not enough money to pay my bills. Right? And I had a second income that I could rely on, not my second income, but I had a partner at the time who I was living with. So, you know, if things really, really, really went south, I had a safety net. But at the same time, like I was already living the worst case scenario. I was already living a job that sucked the life out of me. I was already living a job that went completely against my morals to do. I was already living in the worst case scenario. So what things are you scared of doing? Because you'd rather have temporary comfort now, right? Like it's uncomfortable to quit my job. And so I, I had to be willing, if you, the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that unsuccessful people or successful people are willing to sacrifice temporary comfort for long-term gain. It wasn't comfortable to quit my job and slice my income in half. It wasn't comfortable. But I knew I needed it for the long-term game. I knew I needed it. And so what are you doing right now that you are not willing to sacrifice your short-term comfort? Do you think that it's comfortable? You know, at the end of the month, last month, I all my friends were in town and they wanted to go to Del Frisco's Steakhouse for dinner on the last day of the month. And I said, I can't go. And they're looking at me like, what do you mean you can't go? I said, I can't go. I haven't hit my goals for the month yet. I need to sit here and work. Do you think that was comfortable? Do you think that was the fun decision? Do you think that was the decision that, you know, made me feel great in the moment? No. Right? But I sacrificed that short-term comfort so that I could hit that long-term goal. I was, uh, there was a $1,000 bonus riding on my, me hitting my goal. And I was going to go up until midnight on the last day of the month. I was not going to give up. Right? And so... Whenever you're scared of doing something, I want you to get yourself into the worst case scenario. What is the worst thing that could happen here? What is, if, if everything fails, what happens, right? And can you live with that? Can you live with the worst case scenario? Can you build the mental toughness? Can you build the, the stamina? Can you build the EQ, right? The intelligence quotient, or I'm sorry, the emotional quotient, the emotional intelligence, Jeez Louise, can you build that? Are you willing to sacrifice your short-term comfort for long-term success? Because if you're not, that's fine. But you're wasting your time, girl, right? So I want you to stop with the toxic positivity. I want you to get into that space of what is the worst thing that could happen? And can you live with that? And then once you get to that space and you say, can I live with this? I want you to think of what's the best thing that could happen. Right? You know, it it generally falls somewhere in between. When you take a big risk, 
it generally falls somewhere in between. When you go live for the first time, the best thing that could happen is you have a ton of people on and a huge response and you make a ton of sales and it boosts your business and you gain your following and you go viral, right? That's like the best case scenario. The worst thing that could happen is like, Nobody gets on, everybody makes fun of you, you know, a bunch of people cyberbully you, and it's the worst experience ever, and that's the worst thing that could happen. It'll probably fall somewhere in the middle. Are you willing to take that risk? Are you willing, if, if they do end up bullying you and whatever, are you, are you okay with that? Because what really is going to happen? Eventually... You'll build some mental toughness and you'll get back and you'll pull yourself back up by your bootstraps again and you'll do it again, right? So get into that worst, play, worst case scenario and ask yourself, can I move forward if this is what happens? And if you can, it becomes a lot less scary, right? When you already have pictured the worst thing that could happen and understood and really accepted that you're going to be okay if that happens, Things become a lot less scary. Walking through fear becomes a lot less scary. And you can see the other side, right? You can see that even if the worst case scenario happens, you've got this. You've got this. All right. So I hope you guys gained value from this. If you did, please make sure you share it and into your Instagram story and tag me at the real queen Sid. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will catch you on the next one.